Hello everyone, welcome back to my madness. This is just a quick little, uh, people were asking me, like, is there any downsides to being a podcaster, and particularly a podcaster who specializes in fiction stories? Well, the easy answer to that is yes and no. You don't give anything up physically, but mentally you can, and I am guilty of this charge. See, when you pour your life and soul and heart into fiction, it's only reasonable that you would surrender your soul to fiction. What do I mean by this? Well, my friends, it's very simple once you think about it. I surrendered myself to fiction when I started my men. My reality became fiction. My life evolved around nothing more than fiction. So I lost. So you probably all heard the story of my false reality. One of the first videos I did, I have a week after my brothers. He uh, had some of his favorite stories. That was more or less, I guess you could say, based on a reality. As a podcaster that specializes in fiction and fantasy, it is easy for you to lose your sense of true reality and lose into a story. Now, at the time, I haven't lost sense in uh, my reality. And that is good and reasonable that I didn't lose my sense of reality quite then. But I will say, as time goes on, you start to change. You start to feel as if this false reality of yours is real. And it's not that you're psychotic or odd or dumb or can't tell reality from fiction. No, my friends, no. You can still tell reality from fiction, but your view on fiction reality is more of a point of view, more so than a actual reality in fiction. See, like me, I made I I've done fiction, and yes, I can tell still I can still tell fiction from reality, but I have this thing in my heart. Like, Dashi, every day when I wake up, that is when my reality and fiction get misconfused, I guess you could say, mistaken. I wake up and turn over and I expect to see Dashi from my stories sleeping not too far away from me, or she did the story, because I added some reality and fiction combined to make my character a little more real. Like, the daily struggles of my life, out of the small moments of joy, I often watch shows under my age limit, looking at the perfect world, all the joy and friendship is right there, so close to my grasp. So colorful, so peaceful, I reach out to touch it. Just to be stopped by my computer screen, I walk to work through the same old crap that we came in and got the things and left. Apart from my dude and work, I go for walks. My life has fallen to this routine. Walk to work. Walk home. 
Play video games or binge watch The Mellow Pony, Friendship is Magic, or any other show I can find that's on TV that day. Then just bum around until it's time to go to bed. That is how my life was and inevitably is. <clears throat> trying to find anything to tempt myself with, and then after I'm done, just bum around until it's time to go to bed. And the truth is, with this one, the things I do besides that is I walk. When I'm sad, I walk. When I'm happy, which I really am, I walk. And when I really don't feel like walking, I walk. And when I want to walk, I walk. So in a sense, walking is now my second life. That's how it was for me. Walking, indeed, was my second life. Any moment I had a chance to, I'd walk. And even nowadays, if I feel sad or, or my day's off, I usually go and walk around. That's just how life is sometimes. When you can't find anything to fulfill yourself, I walk. That's why I started the podcast. That's why I plan to start my YouTube up again soon. To chase away these Alex Blues, as some may call it. But the problem is, I add reality within my stories. My little dashie that I just told you is not, not more than just one aspect. Um, let's see, moving on. Foxy in this fantastic pizza world. I don't know what you're thinking. Really? About a female pirate fox, a turtle, a deer, and a wolf. Really? Bro, you serious? How on earth does that relate to reality? What, are you like hanging out with like Chuck E. Cheese animatronics? Because, seriously bro, like, none of them are wolves. None of them are foxes. None of them are deer, and none of them are turtles. That's true, very true. But you have to look on the other aspect of things as well, my friend. Think about the story. Think about the name. Mike's unwanted, unloved, or feels unloved. I feel loved now, but when I wrote the story, I kind of felt like an outcast. I I wrote that when I had a fall with my parents. So, I felt unloved at that time. Now, we work things out, but still every here and there, those blues will come back. Just gonna know how to face your fears. But the names, that's the real thing. See, Foxina was always a invention of mine. I just never knew what, how I'd put that into a story. Until I made the Bite of Seven, uh, Fright Night, and Delilah and Dusty. And as I call it, children or childhood terrors. But we keep on moving on and leading on. The real creation actually came after, shortly after I met my brother and my sister. Who re- whom I deeply love. My brother now is in the Marine Corps, and my sister is Lord knows where. And their parents' last name, 
have made the manufacture a certain company that created the animatronics. And my brother and sister have given permission to use their names in the stories. You may have heard of Dustin, the rock and roll singing buck, and Chelsea, the turtle. Well, originally this wasn't the case. It was originally going to be Wolfie the Wolf, Foxina, the Vixen, Tara, the Pink Bunny, who was the girl, and Garrett, the rock and roll drumming. I think it was, I can't remember. I think it was Cat or something. I can't remember. Gator, no, sorry, Gator. Garrett Gator. But then I found Dustin Chelsea. And even though Chelsea could have went with, with Tara. Um, I decided to change. And I asked them, what's your favorite animal? They said, deer and turtle. So, a buck is my brother's favorite animal. He's a hunter. So I decided to make him a, his animatronic, a, uh, a deer. And Chelsea loves turtles. And so I made her a turtle in the storyline. So that was another part of reality I added to my story. Tony, however, is what I like to call a furry story. It takes place with anthropomorphic animals. Tony is a wolf. Echoes of Vixen, and that was inspired by an actual thing that has happened at a furry convention, or someone who is going to a furry convention. Now, it wasn't talked about much, I don't think you can find anything on the internet, but this did happen, and it was told to me by a furry friend of mine, who either was friends with one of them, or they witnessed it, or they have heard about it in the neighborhood that they were in. Tony was going to propose to Echo at the uh, fountain at one of the furry conventions. I'm not going to say the real names. I don't have permission to use the real names. So Tony did, was like, okay, um, I don't have a ring, so I'll get her flowers. Or get her a flower. He wanted to get her a bouquet, but like I said, he was broke. He had nothing to give her. So he decided to go and pick flowers. He got a pretty decent amount of flowers, but of course I knocked it down to one. He had tulips, daisies, dandelions, sunflowers of all kinds. Like I said in the story, I only added a rose because this is what got him shot in reality. So he got all that and he wanted a rose because Echo loved roses in reality. So you want to give her a rose and the bouquet. Again, in the story, all he picked was a rose. In reality, he got her a bouquet. So, yeah, Tony wasn't that cheap. But like in the story, he picked a rose from a person's garden from the very back of the rose bush as not to ruin the display. 
and he began to walk to pick up Echo, not to go to the restaurant, but to go to the Anthrocon. Actually, I don't even, I think it was Anthrocon, I don't know if it was or wasn't. Uh, I, I know it was a convention that was a furry convention with a fountain. I think it was either in the middle of the convention or outside. I can't remember which one. I, know, I, was a, I just knew it was a convention center that had a fountain that he wanted to propose to her at when no one was around or at night. Well, the guy there didn't like furries. He was actually a firm furry hater and shot Tony not because he picked the flowers or a flower from his garden. He could care less. He shot him because he was a furry. And he was he was wearing his fursuit. And his furry head was in his arms. Or, or he was carrying around because it was hot outside. But they were going to go to a furry convention that wasn't too far off. Like, to them it was only like, what, I think 20 minutes off? So like, hey, just put on fursuits, go there. Boom, we're already in first, so we don't have to change. We're good. Yeah. And they're over the age of 21, so they're going to stay on the bridge. Because there's a hotel that connected to the convention center. They called it the bridge, but there's also casinos and a bar. So I'd be 21 to stay on the bridge. They managed to. It was fine. Don't worry about it. So, yeah. Eventually, he shot Tony. Because he was a furry. Tony woke up in the hospital. Missed the whole fur, furry convention. Echo thought he was going to die. So she decided to go see other people. That way. And her, as she said, when he did die. So yeah, she had faith that he was going to survive that. When he died, she wouldn't be heartbroken. Spoiler alert, Tony survived. Too late, she left him. You know, she was heartbroken about it. She had to, she couldn't fail her new lover. Well, he wanted her to move in. She agreed. He used her tightly as his own slave, making her clean the house, make him food, and clean up after him. Tightly a slave, a wife, a slave wife. Well, eventually, Tony tried to connect with his girlfriend from high school. Those two went on a few dates, although I knocked her down to one day in the book. And uh, she ended up meeting a jock friend of hers that complimented her on her uh, chest. I'll put it that way. Which she was technically kind of a... I'm not going to say because it would be a cursor, but... If, you got, if you're older, you know what a female player is called. She was kind of one of those. Had multiple partners. Or wanted multiple partners. So she was... She ran around with a lot of other guys. You know? I remember what the preacher called it. A skank, I believe is what he called it. A skank. Skanky girl. Well... Spoiler alert! Tony... Was heartbroken about it. Felt like he failed. 
So the real Tony was actually about to hang himself, you know, kill himself. He was going to go home and his pain with a six-foot rope and a chandelier. Well, on his way home, he heard fighting and he wanted to see what it was about. And that's what saved his life. Echo said, I am done with you, in reality. I am done putting up with this. And he hit her and said, I'll teach you a thing, you little skank. Called her something else, but skank, as far as I know, is in the curse word I'm using it. And slapped her over and over and over. Well, the real Tony got angry, walked over and punched, punched the other guy, a.k.a. I'm going to use his name in the book, Kiwi, although that wasn't his real name, and in the face. And then uppercutted him to the throat. He eventually went to the hospital and got his throat fixed. Luckily, it didn't hurt his voice any. And the doctors uh, asked what happened. Tony testified. Echo testified along with Tony. And Kiwi, as far as I know, as of right now, is still in prison for assaulting a female, of all things. So I based the Tony stories on Tony and Echo, the real deal. My false reality came from when I was craving adventure, which I could, thought I could only find in VR chat or a VR headset in general. The monster in the mirror was based off a dream I had, where I was going to the restroom and every time I turned off the light, a monster would appear in the doorway, which eventually, if he got into the mirror, he would jump out and kill me. Toy Time Terror came from a dream where all my toys came to life when I was a kid and attacked me, trying to end my life right then and there. And uh, in the Body of A7 and Fright Nights, not to mention all the others stories that have to do with Foxy and Unfriends, childhood, ta- um, childhood Nightmares. Well, let's just say there's a reason why I call them Childhood Nightmares. Nightmares as in when I was a child. So yeah, it was fitting. The Sark of the Slough, well... I'm going to let you decide if that is fiction or reality, because this world is a strange one. And multiple other stories that I can't think of right now um, came from real life experiences or things that could have reminded me of real life experiences and or dreams. Like one dream Roxanne adopted me, which is why you hear me call her mommy. I'm getting this strained up because a lot of people said, did you call her mommy? As in a sexual man, or no, mommy as in a mom or a female who is or has the characteristics of a mother. I thought it would be funny to make a little joke like that. Some people thought I said in a sexual manner. No, I did not say it in a sexual manner. I'm just getting out there. So, on, so the moral of this is it's okay to do fiction, but don't make the same mistakes I do and Keep your hopes up that maybe your stories will come to life. Because it's not going to happen. But also, it's okay to write fiction, but keep a good sense of reality. Because fiction's a wondrous thing, and if you let it, it will run away with you. So, keep a close eye on reality. Don't let it slip you by. Or you might miss the real treasure that's at the end of the tunnel. 
This is Brian Dash signing off. Thank you for watching. If you like this video, we're gonna press all the notifications on your boss. Otherwise, high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching. If you want more videos from me, do not worry because I am a workaholic with a fiction addiction. Keep your eyes peeled out there because the madness never ends. And of course, if you want more videos from me, again, don't worry, I'm a workaholic with a fiction addiction. And keep your eyes peeled out there again because this was a strange one. Learn to look into shadows because the madness never ends. I said it wrong. Learn to shadows because this was a strange one. Keep your eyes peeled out there because the madness never ends. There we go. And I'm not going to be doing uh, Bro Paul or Hal. I might do that for YouTube once I get that back up as my outro. Thank you for watching, everyone. And have a good night. And remember, again, the madness never ends.